Hi. Hello. Hey. Hello, everybody, and welcome. And welcome. Welcome. Welcome to another episode of the Last Ones In podcast. Today, I'm your host, Robbie. Are here with Drya. Hi, that's me. Sam. Hey. And as always, or usually, E. Robo Robo, as I always say. <laughs> that's his catchphrase, Robo Robo. Oh, yeah. And nobody else has ever said that ever. No. Nope. <laughs> Not in the history of any recording ever. Nope. I Especially, copyrighted it in 1904. Yeah, no big like television show says it at all. Mm-mm. So that's the important part. None that yeah. I've seen. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, today we are watching... Kung Pao, Enter the Fist, because as of lately, we've been watching a lot of longer movies, and some of them are a bit more of a downer ones, and so we thought it'd be nice to have just like a nice little quick funny movie to do for, you know, at least a week. Catch our breath a little bit. A little bit. It has been long movie month, as we decided. It has been, and I don't know why we did that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There wasn't even a vote. It just kind of happened. Yeah. Um... This one's a little bit weird on where you can watch it. Uh, apparently, because Disney owns Fox, you can watch it on Disney Plus, according to what the internet says. No, I would doubt that's Disney Plus in the United States, though. I know Europe maybe, has a very yeah, different Disney say, Plus. Maybe not in the United States, but according to what Google is telling me, it says that you can watch this movie on uh, Disney Plus. Hmm. Other than that, it is the usual suspects. It's YouTube, Google Play, Vudu, and Amazon Prime for three ninety nine to in order to rent this movie check your it disney is. minus accounts for those of you who have that one i mean maybe yeah <laughs> that that's, that's where they hide the stuff they don't want people to see <laughs> the vision's even weirder it's actually just song of the south and kung pao it's weird <laughs> <laughs> it's song of the south kung pao and all the good cartoons that they refuse to just put on the like Dave the barbarian yes i'm still fucking pissed <laughs> i don't know why they're keeping it there's like three people who really want to see dave the barbarian on disney plus and i think two of them are here <laughs> yep i think yeah. so actually <laughs> Anyways, this movie is rated PG-13 and is an hour and 21 minutes long. And it's also rated PG-13 for comic violence and crude and sexual humor. Gross. Yeah, I, yeah, crude and sexual humor, I for sure see. The violence, I guess, is technically yeah, there. Technically but it's there so... is, yeah. It does said comical. It's it, extremely comical. It, yeah. <laughs> it is almost Looney Tunes. Actually, no, it is past Very... Looney Tunes level comical. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but before we get into all that, though, I guess... I'll start with Sam. Using <laughs> his Robbie Cop vision to deduct the yes. best order to How do have it. you been he this fa- week, Sam? He just used How his psychic have- powers to find the most intense story. <laughs> How have I been this week? Yeah. Um, shitty and amazing. <laughs> That's why you have pink and black dreads on? <laughs> yeah. Um, last Sunday I aged. Um, I thought you were going to say eight. I thought she was <laughs> going to say eight. I also ate. Um, That's the last time she's yeah. eaten. Yeah. As the internet's doing now, you leveled up. Yeah. Uh, level 35. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like that? You have, no. your, you have your skill tree set, and uh, unfortunately you can't. I, just I feel at this like point. we're in a fucking Big Bang Theory <laughs> script right now. <laughs> It'd be a lot dumber if it was a Big Bang script. <laughs> Yeah, um, and Thursday, That's... I was let go for my job. Oh. So I don't have a job anymore. Oh. Oh. Right now, um, which I'm kind of okay with, because it was I mean, reaching... you didn't exactly enjoy that job either, so. Yeah, it was definitely reaching that point where yeah. I knew it was coming, and I was very much okay just walking out of there. Yeah. I think just... 
You kind of hit that point of like, I'm either going to quit tomorrow or I'm setting this place on fire. (laughs) Yes. It would burn pretty well, actually, considering it was a liquor store. That'd do really well. (laughs) (laughs) Of of all the places you could set on fire, that probably is in top five. That and like the pillow factory. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so... I don't know what I'm going to do next. I'm sure I'll find something way better. Um, I'm sure it'll be better than like being berated by a bunch of small town drunks. I would imagine. Uh, yeah. Not even the drunks, just my boss. <laughs> by someone, you know, that yeah. gets fucking off by like, I don't know, berating people to make himself feel better or bigger. I'm guessing you just had a boss that liked to like tell you that you weren't doing a good enough job while slapping you around with $100 bills. <laughs> um, yes, make me more money. Mostly <laughs> just telling me that I'm like a piece of shit and worthless. <laughs> so, um, what you want so, to a boss? Fuck him. And also, yeah. they like definitely took advantage of me. They're like um, giving me all the work of a full shift, but not a full shift. So, yeah. It's been like a long time coming, and yeah, I'm okay with it, even though it's like... What am I going to do now? <laughs> I'll find something. Everybody's yeah, I'm hiring. Sure you, yeah, I was going to say, you'll find something. Yeah. Nowhere but up is what you're getting at. I think so. I think yeah. so. <laughs> well, um, we all are rooting for you. Thank you. <laughs> I think it will be much better. Yeah. Um. I mean, I do get that too, though, just because uh, a couple weeks ago, actually, they had me running four machines at once at my job. Because a couple <laughs> weeks ago, I was also fired. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't fired. I didn't tell my lead that I was like this close to burning or burning down the machine I was working on because it was frustrating the fuck out of me. <laughs> I don't think you would have to do that. From the sounds of it, it might just do that. Yeah, it might just yeah, do it might, itself. It, yeah, it very much might. Because <laughs> I even told him, like, because he asked how my night was going, and I was like, I'm this close to setting this machine on fire. And he's like, Oh, you don't want to say that here? And I was just like, Amazon Prime, they'll give me exactly what I need. <laughs> what? What? Uh, it, it turns out you can actually buy the ingredients for thermite on Amazon Prime. Oh, I mean, cool. I would imagine I you could... could also go to the like dollar store. No, I don't know. What's yeah, you can buy for ingredients for lots no, of. Let's not go over the ingredients <laughs> for thermite. Uh, termites, iodine. I mean, the fact that I know how to make it means I'm probably on a list somewhere already. So that's, now whole... we all are. Yeah, just a whole <laughs> bunch welcome. of termites. You can get that yeah. from the. It's it's Pet really in store. the name, yeah, <laughs> like termites, yeah. iodine, and thermos. Yeah, if you find if you find a red <laughs> ant hill, you'll find these termites that are. Oh, you put a piece of wood on there. Wait, why are termites term- in the red ant hill? <laughs> because red means hot. Why would termites be in an ant hill though? <laughs> <laughs> I also like the idea that it's just iodine and termites in a thermos. <laughs> if I make a video game where that's like an item you need, it's gonna be like a dumb. Like Lucas Arts kind yeah. of solution. <laughs> I mean, that was the whole thing I was gonna say. Is you go to a red ant hill because red means hot, and then you put wood to it, and the termites will just uh, attract themselves <laughs> to the wood, and then you have thermal termites, therefore thermite. That was gonna be my dumb joke. <laughs> Thank you for ruining it. Well, I it think just, got, more, like, it just it got like, dumber. So. Yeah, it's a red ant hill. <laughs> yeah, because red means hot. <laughs> anyway, sorry, Sam. Anyway, so that was a shitty part of my week, but. The awesome part of my week is that I went to a concert last night. It was great. Nice. Um, had a lot of fun. And my neck is fucking hurting today because I did a little a little head thing here and there. <laughs> at least I mean, three. I yeah, feel like with three. the dreads in your hair, it's long enough for you to do a windmill at this point. Yeah, I definitely hit people with my hair, nice. probably, but like... Some people would pay money for that. What do you expect in a metal show? <laughs> yeah, some, I was going to say, for, some people pay extra for that. Um, Go to my OnlyFans. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Please, well, no, yeah, she does need. We're not well, going to. Say, I mean, she, she did just quit job. her job. So. I am looking for an income, so yeah. 
you know just, she just pictures of her doing her hair <laughs> yeah it just pictures of her doing her windmill she's the only fan on her only fans yeah. <laughs> i don't think you like have to do porn for an only fans right technically no you don't it's yeah. only fans on my only fan just <laughs> it's fan reviews and like yeah. me doing the windmill with my today hair. i will be reviewing nice. the uh P- panasonic uh air resistant fan uh, there's no air coming out of it. I think that's what the resist part's for. I don't think it's a very good fan, actually. Four out of five. Very good if you want to look like you're being But it is quiet. Cool. <laughs> but yeah, um, I saw Amorphous with Yuata and Sylvain and Hoax, and um, it was a great fucking show. Everyone They're put on Amorbius? a good show. Amorphous. Oh. Um, Amorphous sweep. Yeah, um, I met Sylvain. She was really sweet and awesome. And yeah, so that was my night. <laughs> and that sounds was like fun. A, yeah, it sounds like, it, like you had a pretty good night last night. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Okay, anyway, yeah. <laughs> I actually had stuff to say this week. So <laughs> Go on. I just wanted to get it all out of there. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. next <laughs> On the opposite end of the spectrum, dry. How was your week? I wasn't fired, so yeah. <laughs> opposite good. end of the spectrum, pretty still. good. I also didn't go to a rock show though. I have been playing a lot of Grounded on Game Pass. Okay, so I have also been in Red Ant Hills a lot. Yeah, how far <laughs> in the dirt are you? Pretty far in the dirt. Are you finding termites yet? <laughs> I did find a mite. Yeah. You use them to make things. You nice. use everything to make things. <laughs> you use it to make thermite. <laughs> uh, like we said, it's how you make thermite. <laughs> I, I like to even the know government's what trying all. to silence me on this, but this is how you make thermite. <laughs> oh god! Uh, it's a fun game. I was thinking about playing it for stream, and then uh, I had some PTSD flashback to hooking up the PS5, and I was like, I just can't ah. right now. I can't. Uh, yeah, we need to find you better, Elgato. It would no. We, it will we work with the Xbox. This, yeah. It's just... Oh, right, because, yeah, it's just the PS5 for some PS5 weird reason. just fucking... I love it so much. It's, like, it's my favorite controller in the world, and it's just so annoying. I guess, <laughs> to be fair, if it was specifically our Wednesday, I think it would work, because I'm would. in a completely different location. Absolutely, I'm it would I'm not work. even in the PlayStation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, who knows? <laughs> who knows? Anyway... Stay tuned for when we figure out how to hook up anything. Maybe we'll play one GameCube game. <laughs> and hopefully... Not literally every single light will break two minutes before we start the stream <laughs> on the next one. But yeah, uh, not much going on in my life. A lot of a lot of this stuff. Can I add another thing for mine? Yeah. Sure. Uh, It'll cost you. <laughs> okay. For my birthday, Drya and Liz got me a Game Pass machine. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, Drya did that, but it's okay, fine. Dry. No, you can, Liz can but, have Yeah, Liz put too. her name on the card, so now she's a part of it. <laughs> I think if you look, there's probably an E on there, too, which signifies it's from me. Yeah, thanks, E. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's... Okay, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> e, what about you? Oh, it's my turn. Um, yeah. A very, very important thing happened. Uh, everyone has been waiting for me to say this. Uh, I beat the third Hamtaro game for the in the Game Boy series. I didn't uh, know they even made Hamtaro. There's like games. seven yeah, of them. What? Yeah, huh. yeah it's, I, I know it wasn't like huge on our radar, but Hamtaro was like immensely popular. They immensely still make Hamtaro. Fucking adorable. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> hamsters. So cool. It's been like yeah. running for twenty years. I think it's like platformers. No, 
Uh, The first two are... I would basically describe them as a point-and-click adventure. Okay. And the third one's that, but also just a mini-game collection instead of solving puzzles. Okay, and the fourth one's Fire Emblem? Uh, (laughs) I think they just all become mini-game collections, like, but Mm. without the thing that makes the... Without the, like, story of the rest of them. So it's just cute hamsters, like, playing Playing with balls and stuff? Okay. Um, but... (laughs) I mean, it makes sense, like, honestly... Yeah, I was gonna say, like, the... Rayman Raving Rabbids was one of those things. Like, it kind of was like a little one-off thing that they weren't sure how well it was going to do, but it was like, hey, like, you know, this lets you show off the motion sensitivity of the Wii, and they made, like, a lot of those. Yeah. And arguably inspired some of the worst animated films to come out in the last ten years. Yeah. <laughs> hmm But, um, yeah, so, you know, I, I just was waiting to beat the third Hamtaro game, because that's the last one I'm actually going to play. <laughs> and, you know, I played them all. I can definitely say they're fun. Oh, is there, is there only three Hamtaro games? There's, there's like seven. Oh, why are you gonna um, stop at start... three? Was it just not? Because I have been told all the ones past the third one are just actually bad. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, they're like fun little games. Honestly, if I had them as a kid, I think I would like be super into them huh. and like raving to people how they're underrated masterpieces. I, I would say they're underrated because who's fucking playing Hamtaro games? Well, <laughs> I, they're not I'm... really talked about. <laughs> I expect a fully edited and scripted thing for our YouTube channel. I expect it to be nine hours long talking about the Hamtaro trilogy. <laughs> Luckily, someone else has actually done a review uh, series for the Hamtaro uh, games. Damn so, it. Uh, yeah, shucks, I can't make it. No, only one person on the internet at a time. Um, funnest fact, though, uh, the third one is made by Alpha Dream, which if you know Alpha Dream, they made the Mario and Luigi RPG games. Huh. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. So... Okay. Fun, yeah. just a fun. I was gonna say, since I have the SNES Classic, I guess I technically have one of the Mario RPG games. <laughs> no, no, I don't think it's on the SNES Classic. Yeah, it Mario is. RPG is, is on there. I think. Oh, okay, yeah, it is. I didn't know they got Square to sign off on that. Yeah, I think so. Pretty sure. Well, there you go. But um, different, different series. Yes. Um, I don't think Luigi's in that one actually. Don't think so. I think it's just like by Mario name. and Toad and Peach. Mario, no, it's Mario, Peach, Bowser, Mallow, and Gino are the characters you can play as, but I don't think Luigi's, like, in it at all. That makes sense. <laughs> He's a nerd. <laughs> That's what they usually <laughs> say in the Mario, <laughs> Paper Mario games. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I did that, and uh, work's been going great. We made a new build for our Vet VR dealio. Yeah. And uh, that, was, that was fun. There's so many bugs that we gotta fix. Yeah. Which is, gotta get... Some flea blockers. Uh, my favorite is, you know, I joined later, so I wasn't, like, at the initial developing. Uh, you could just walk out the room. <laughs> <laughs> you just be like, in VR, be like, I'm not, I'm not fit for this boss, I gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you do that while carrying an object, you could just throw objects in the void. Nice! That sounds like, like a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, other favorite things, if you give the dog a toy, it will start just rapidly f- spinning in circles on the floor. It turn so toys turn your dog into a top. Yeah, uh, it's great. Uh, Good, but yeah, that's mostly been me. Uh, how is the the Rob, as the, everyone calls you? Yeah, <laughs> I am the Rob. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Dwayne the Rock Jobson, but it's <laughs> Robbie the Rob Robertson. Definitely his last name. Yep, yep, totally my last name. Um, I, I've been doing okay. Uh, work's kicked my ass this week. That's about it. Like. You guys probably saw like the little bit of a scratch they have right there. What you probably didn't see is like on my ring finger, uh, there's like a piece of skin that just got cut off at some point and I have no idea how I did it. 
Neat. Like I was literally washing, like I went home and I went, was like washing my hair. And I was like, why does my finger burn? And looked down and saw that it was pink. It's like, oh, like apparently at some point at work, I just cut off skin and didn't yeah. realize it. Why does my finger burn? <laughs> huh? Why is my finger gone? <laughs> <laughs> I am going to say, I thought they outlawed whipping workers. I thought that was illegal. You would think so, but <laughs> not there. That's only, crazy. Apparently only for white collar workers. Uh. Oh, damn. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised if that was like some weird loophole for literally beating your oh workers. Like, as long as they're lower on the totem pole than a white collar worker. <laughs> no, like my actual boss and everything are fine and nice and everything. I just work in general. I think it's because I've been on my feet uh, more so than lately. And I didn't realize how much I was relaxing at work until... I had to get back on my feet and was walking back and forth mm, yeah. forever. So it's always fun. Yeah. Um, I haven't really done much like media wise. Uh, the most that I did is uh, was playing inscription again and then kind of got stuck and decide like whenever I get stuck, I always do the same thing. I just play a different game for a little while. So I got back under the dread X collection and played possibly the most surreal, weird game I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, Cause uh, for the hunt, it's basically just a bunch of FPS games. And they gave all the guys, uh, or not all the guys, all the developers more time to develop the games because they want they want each game to be like roughly about an hour in length, which they're not, but <laughs> they tried. <laughs> yeah, they did try it. Um, like some of them are still pretty good, but the one that I want to talk about was a game called Rose of Meat. Ooh. And like that game. R-O-S-E or R-O-W-S? R-O-S-E. Okay. But yeah, the game basically starts out with uh, you're on a boat and you're just fishing and you end up catching a red, like a, a red stiletto heel, and then a giant hand comes out of the ocean and grabs you and then puts you on, like, this deserted island, and there's, like, all these eyes that are watching you on this island, and, like, these giant eyes. Like, I guess a good example is they have, like, San Francisco-style townhouses everywhere on this island. And, <laughs> oh, yeah, like, of course. <laughs> yep. And, like, each Just one of the <laughs> eyes is, like... Big enough to fit like four or five houses inside of it. Like they're these giant ass eyes that are just following you everywhere on the island. Okay. Now, please, it's you'll, fucking you'll weird. have to excuse me, Robbie. I do not know what a San Francisco townhouse looks like off the top of my head. I'll, I'll show you. Can a picture. you use something? I don't know. Maybe like in the vicinity that we're in to relate that to. Like I don't know. Maybe the one the house we're in. How how's that? What, what comes to mind when I think of that is like the intro to Full House. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but basically, like, have you seen like those houses that are like usually built on a hill and like there's like no yard space on them? They're just like houses that are stacked next to each other and yeah. they're always two stories high and there's like stairs going up to the front door. No. Have you ever seen the intro to Full House? No. Okay. Okay. Have you seen this townhouse? Yes. <laughs> Imagine that but, like <laughs> with much sta- bigger with stairs. <laughs> yeah. And on a hill. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and instead of being attached to other townhouses, it's just like its own separate thing and there's like an inch between each wall. So it's like the size of an apartment complex? No. 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 It's like okay. a very large townhouse. <laughs> Anyways, that's not the point. <laughs> uh like it got like that game gets so weird and like uh the most I'll say about it, like with this one, is like it almost feels like there was glitches in the game, and instead of taking the glitches out, they're like, you know what, we're making this a feature, and it, the game just feels fucking weird. If like I am, I've never done acid, but I imagine that's what a bad acid trip feels like. <laughs> Fun. I will say with the glitches, as a dev, as long as a glitch isn't in like in hindering the player's fun, it is a good idea to try to figure out a way to like, yeah, use and like. It. Because of how surreal it is, that it works with the game. Like a good example, like, su- like 
it feels like everything is on a random slider because like things will just pop out of nowhere in front of you. Mm-hmm. And you'll never tell, like, it's it's never quite the right size. Either, it's either way too small or way too big. And, like, it, it uh, that game is just so hard to explain. But, yeah, it is definitely, like, the most surreal thing that I've ever played in my entire life. And It sounds <laughs> like maybe we'll have to have somebody play it at some point. Maybe. I do. Well, they're coming out with the new Dread X here in a couple of months. But I do have all of them as of this recording. Okay. So we could definitely play the Dread X collection games for the... Twitch stream that we usually do on Wednesdays and Saturdays. Yeah. yeah. I feel like whenever we're done with Half-Life, doing like a variety show for a week or two yeah. might yeah, be that pretty could be fun. fun. I mean, I have that itch bundle, and I've beaten a lot of them, and can tell you a lot of those are like one hour. But yeah, it sounds like we've all had weeks. Yeah. <laughs> At <laughs> of, least. Of varying degrees. <laughs> so about this movie, I think the only one here who has not seen it is E. And there's an asterisk on that, as with a lot of times yeah. with some of these movies. Um, they uh, had some friends try to show me it at a sleepover back in high school. I fell asleep during it because it was like 10 p.m. And, you know, that's really late. And that's yeah, yeah. Um, super, super late for E for some reason. Because <laughs> E's an old man. Less so now. Like, I- I'm learning to, like, be able to... St- Stay up till like midnight. <laughs> You're learning to function <laughs> like a human being. What kind of fucking human being needs to stay up at midnight every day? All of them. All the yeah, humans. All, everyone but you, well, apparently. You yeah. At least everybody in this room but you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. I, then again, like, I'm also like a weird oddity about it because people are like, yeah, it's super late. It's like one o'clock in the morning. I'm like, cool. I get off work at three o'clock in the morning, dude. <laughs> I mean, I have friends who have like insomnia. So yes, like it's late for me, but not for them. But yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, this is, I feel like everyone has those movies where you have like four like random scenes you remember of a movie and nothing else. That's kind of this, but it's cause I was like feigning in and out of <laughs> like being asleep. Sure. Sure. That makes sense. So, this movie is also extremely silly. So I don't know if you- I've ever actively shown you any Mystery Science Theater 3000? Uh, I've seen some. You'd never actively shown me them, though. So this is from part of the team that did Mystery Science Theater 3000. Really? After they, Steve Odenkirk. After they like started Sister Mystery Science Far and away 7002? Far and away afterwards, okay. yeah. I didn't know they had anything to do with that, actually. Yes. yes Interesting. Um, huh. Which explains the comedy style of this quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So the thing about it is, like, uh, Steve Odenkirk did this movie. He's done a lot of other things, like, um, like he did the Barnyard series. Oh, like, uh, he also did the Ace Ventura series, uh, the Thumb Wars. Actually, hang on, wait. When you say Barnyard series, I'm thinking of the Nickelodeon series yes. based off the back of the Barnyard. Okay, yes. okay, just making sure I know what we're talking about. Because uh, I just like instantly said yeah, but I was like. Wait, maybe I should check. <laughs> it's showing like for like the movies that he's done. Like one it's showing is 2006 Barnyard. So maybe, man, if it's anything like the Barnyard series, it it's might gonna be, be fucking weird. Well, yeah. <laughs> he also did uh, Jimmy Neutron. Okay, yeah. So there are multiple teams that have done Mystery Science Theater three thousand over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, is Bob Odenkirk at all associated with Rift Tracks? I or is that the other don't crew? No, it might be the other crew. I know there's two crews that I did it. I feel like he might be, but I I'm gonna don't Google it really know. quick. <laughs> all right, um, could be wrong. While, while Robbie Googles that, I'll just give my uh, guess based off of what I remember vaguely. Yeah, what do you actually think this movie is about? Uh, I think it's like taking the piss on old kung fu movies from like 50s and earlier probably. Maybe. Sure. 
Um, mostly like the like Chinese kind of kung fu movies that like got brought here and are badly dubbed. Yes. Yes. Um, so it's probably gonna be about like some kid who's like the chosen one actually, <laughs> and uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> keep going. And like it's like uh the old man's like, I have raised you since you were a wee potato laddie. <laughs> All right. And uh the kid has the, the magic power that <laughs> that he's gonna use to stop the evil guys who are really evil and bad and probably associated with either tigers or dragons. <laughs> Alright, so he's written the movie already. We nice. don't really need to keep going. <laughs> so yeah, I, I had to pull those up too because I did notes on this, but we this kept on getting pushed back. So like I wrote these notes down probably like three weeks ago, I think. Yeah. That's fine. Well, I was gonna say, like, I guess the very first fun fact about it is that um because yeah, it is basically just like riffing on old kung fu movies. I guess Steve Odenkirk watched well over a hundred, I believe it, uh, to <laughs> I actually think find anyone uh like like just for research of this, around movie. forty has probably seen like seven hundred. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah. It's a lot of westerns from like when I around my age, I would say. Like before that, I think was kung fu was the big thing. Well, the like the two genres I would say that I saw so much of as a kid was from my grandparents. It was westerns, and from my dad because he was in karate and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It was. Tons and tons and tons and tons of karate mm-hmm. and Chinese and Japanese films. Yep. Constantly. Yeah. Always. They were always on. Yep, yep, yep. And so, like, when this movie came along, I'm like, holy shit, like, this movie gets how stupid some of this shit is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, uh, for just the research of this, to, like, find the movie he wanted to, to riff on, basically, uh, he watched well over 100, and he ended up deciding on a movie called... Uh, Crane and Tiger Fist, or uh, as dubbed in America, <laughs> Savage Killers. <laughs> Why would you not want Crane and Tiger Fist? That's a way better title. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was kind of funny too, because even in like at the beginning of the movie, it says like it, it took footage from Crane and Tiger Fist. But whenever I did mm. the research for this, uh, if you look up this movie online, if you look up Savage Killers, you'll find the English dub of it. Mm. So that's, I think, also a thing that. Um, Maybe we should par- prepare you a little bit for how this movie is going to look. Yeah. Um, it is not uh, <laughs> traditionally filmed. No. I no. would say. Is it like a YouTube poop where they just took the actual old movie and like reorganized what place it was in and add in and subtracted stuff? Yes. Kinda? And then also just digitally put the star's face on him? Yeah. Like, so yeah. Steve, o- oh. like, the guy on the uh, cover of this is Steve Odenkirk. Like, he actually got in shape for this movie. Nice. And uh, they just basically, like, digitally put him in a bunch of scenes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So, so the movie plays around it and it plays seriously. And then there's also comedy. Yeah. So this is just a YouTube poop is what I'm hearing. Okay. I don't know what YouTube poop is, but I'm assuming yes. Yeah. (laughs) It basically is. But like, I think if anything, like this is way before YouTube poop. Uh, This was filmed in 2002. Maybe. I I mean, YouTube poop is a lot older than you would think. I mean, YouTube was founded in 2005. Yeah. But like. Three years after this movie came out. (laughs) I think there's an argument that the first YouTube poop predates YouTube. Maybe. But I I would argue this predates YouTube poop. Anyways. (laughs) <laughs> so we don't confuse Dry even more about talking okay. about YouTube shit. Why are um, we pooping on YouTube so much? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, so I guess what what does this box say this movie's about? Though? Yeah, looking <laughs> at the back of the box. In order to avenge his family's death, a legendary war- warrior named The Chosen One <laughs> wanders <laughs> the countryside in search of a mysterious uh, Master Pain, also known 
as Betty. <laughs> Filled okay. with fist-flying action, incredible special effects, and outrageous kung fu foolishness, this martial, uh, this martial arts mockery delivers knockout laughs from beginning to end. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, Critically, I, this movie was not received well when it came out. Well, Are any parodies, not. really? Other than, like, Scary Movie 1? Mel Fair. Brooks was beloved when it came out still. Yeah. All right. Um... Cause I'll, but I will say, knowing that this is a parody, like I feel like parodies are like the fifty fiftiest of genres. Maybe mm-hmm. s- horror movies are the only other thing where it's such a coin flip of quality. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Because there's some, there's like some really great fucking parodies out there, and but just like way more, there's a just little... shitty, shitty yeah. ass fucking for every parodies. one. Kung Pao, I would say there's a hundred date movies. Date movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a I good just, way to put it. But like hearing that he actually did the research to do this oh, movie. Definitely. I definitely am a little like higher because like and then you once could, again, like yeah. he's he's done some uh like staples of comedy. Like I said, he did the Ace Ventura series, which is considered which to be like seen. what gave uh Jim Carrey his start. Uh he did the Nutty Professor series, which I is actually seen. uh <laughs> I wouldn't say he gave Eddie Isn't Murphy a start, but that's flubber? whenever Eddie Murphy started doing like more clean comedy. That's when he became into the public image of not just being the guy who wears leather suits and says "fuck a bunch." Yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't know if those movies have aged well at all. I don't think they have. I don't a know lot either. of people tell me that Ace Ventura has aged terribly, poorly, very poorly. Yeah, there's a lot of but uh, questionable. Shit. A lot of like '90s and early 2000s comedy, like he was probably in it in some way, shape, or form. Like I said, he also did a lot of Nickelodeon stuff too. Mm-hmm. And so, like, he's definitely considered to be, like, one of the staples of comedy when it comes to at least this yeah. era of movies. And like Dry said, when it first came out, it wasn't very critically acclaimed. People shat on it all the time. But it is a cult classic for a reason. Oh, like, yeah. people like me and Dry, like, absolutely love and talk about so this I, movie all the time. Th- this, like, came this out in, like, theaters. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How weird with how it was made then, like... We saw it in theaters, if oh. I'm not mistaken. I think yeah. you saw it in theaters, and then yes. like you rented it, and I saw it at your house, and um, your dad was pissed while we were watching it, and me and you just could not stop laughing. He loved it. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, he w- he went to the theaters with us. He's the reason why we went to go see it. We didn't want to go see it, from what I understand. From what I from what my memory is, I did not want to go see this movie. My dad took us there. I think maybe Randy and Casey wanted to see it or something. Um, I don't know. I don't ever remember seeing this in the theater, but I've seen it like a million fucking times. I remember seeing it, and then like. It was two months later, and then we were renting it, like, I'm not even kidding, this and the Jimmy Neutron movie, like, every single weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. I did watch it quite a bit really. at your house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that feels weird to be imagining you renting the Jimmy Neutron movie. It was my sister, my other sister. Oh, okay. I was going to say, like, I don't, like, Jimmy Neutron movie's not, like, a bad movie or anything, but it does not strike me as something you would care about. I I thought it was fine the first seven times I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> It, it was like that like, in Shrek for you then? Like that it, you just had to see it every like five yeah, days? Saw it a lot. Well, yeah. I thought the Digimon movie was fine the first time I saw it, but then you watched it every single day. I don't every know every single day. Anytime I s- saw it, I thought it was fine. <laughs> Digivolution, the Digi, a power. I like <laughs> I I like the Digimon show, but I don't know if I like the movie. It's great. It's fantastic. Uh, <laughs> masterpiece. Anyways, but uh, you know, we're really revving me up for a grand old time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's one of those things dry has this feeling that you're not going to like the movie. I'm hoping you like the movie at least. I like my I humor like is really, toss, my humor's like a super coin toss. Like I'll laugh at the dumbest shit, but sometimes like 
I still think something's too dumb, so it's like yeah. hard to well, say. There's a lot and, of really dumb shit in this movie, yeah. Yeah. and a lot of things that probably have not aged well. But there are some things that have not aged well. There yeah. is just, still some. I'm gonna say like it being 2002. I am like ready for just internalized transphobia from this movie. Like, <laughs> I don't know about no, I don't that. Know okay, uh, I will say yeah. not everything in this movie aged very well. Uh, some of the stuff did age well. Uh, some of it is just silly for the sake of being silly. Oh yeah, I will say the movie is very self aware of itself though too. I would mm-hmm. assume so. It's extremely self aware. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Is there a scene where they're going to reference a random commercial that came out in October 23rd, 2002, and I'll be very confused for three minutes? Anything no. that they <laughs> reference that is pop culture is even before our time. Mm-hmm. So it's something that would be like, it's a strange reference mm-hmm. that their generation understands, and if you get it, you get it! Yeah. Like, there's there's literally a jingle in there and stuff like two products that just oh, yeah. are very silly and don't make any sense, but because of how incredibly silly they are, it's very funny. Yeah, right. it's well, very well, we'll see. I mean... which. Like I said, there are some special feature stuff. Like, in order to get most of the special features, I had to just sit there and listen to the uh, commentary track for this. Yeah. Which, uh, this is early on. Like, since it's an early DVD, actually, because 2002, like, that's whenever DVDs were, like, starting to become popular and people are actually mm-hmm. having them in their houses. And so, yeah. uh, that was, like, one of the selling points is having a commentary track on there. Uh, this one's such an early commentary track that I would argue that the setup we have for this is more professional than the commentary track. <laughs> I would bet. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. one of the. <sighs> I don't say it was the director because Steve Odenkirk did direct this. Uh, like one of the people who's helping him with the movie, basically, his wife called him in the middle of the commentary, and he just put the phone up to the microphone oh. and like let his wife. <laughs> like, so what'd you think about? The, like, we're watching this scene in the movie. What'd you think about it, honey? I I I, I thought it was okay. When are you coming home? Like, <laughs> <laughs> just stuff like that. I I mean, like that's what I I love that kind of stuff. Like before, everything had to be so professional and like yeah, mm-hmm. bog standard. Like early like. I, I think I said it when we watched the Powerpuff Girls movie. There's a commentary track on the Powerpuff Girls movie, but it's in character. Yeah, it's yeah. so weird. And, like, I love that shit. Like, that, I'm almost more interested in that because it's, like, <laughs> fucking, what do the characters think about this? Like, if they, like, <laughs> as if it was a, mo- a movie, they knew it was a movie. Very weird. Yeah, Very like, weird. I don't know. Like, I love that stuff, and you don't get that kind of stuff anymore. Like, even, you're kind of lucky to get a t- commentary track nowadays i would yeah. say i would say commentary tracks are more in like the lower budget stuff because like in big budget movies what the fuck is the director gonna say we spent a lot of money on this yeah uh some of the commentary <laughs> tracks i've done for previous movies that's what a lot of it is I mean, yeah. just give me like, commentary tracks from random people i don't even like give me the the donut boys commentary on the movie that of marvel's avengers i'm i think honestly <laughs> kind of has that quite genuine i think my favorite uh commentary tracks are the ones in scott pilgrim versus the world yeah because it's from a bunch of different people you have it from the director and a couple of the stars you have it from all the stars and you have one that's like a producer somebody's brother and like <laughs> it's just like a bunch of dumb people in one and there's like hanging out and that movie happens to be playing like it's so stupid and I, weird. yeah i would make that fucking if i made like if i like animated a movie and then like i would try to do something like i'd have like oh uh, here's like actual commentary for people who give a shit yeah. i here's like seven people and i would like just have you guys yeah. you haven't seen the movie yeah i'm like all right we're doing a commentary track on this i'd love it yeah i'd be like Eve, what did you draw? What the fuck is that? <laughs> but yeah, uh, I guess a good example of that would actually be like The Revenant. 
Because I remember at that one, with listening to the commentary track, it was the director like, yes, like this scene is supposed to represent this and it has an artistic feel of this, which is why we use the color green and like all this other dumb stuff like that. <laughs> like, so they'll have that of like what their artistic vision was for the movie and stuff like that. And like normally what I'm listening for with commentary tracks is just like, oh yeah, like we had to build a whole set for this right here. Just like things that I find interesting of like, mm-hmm. uh, this doesn't work on camera usually. So we had to do this, 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 and this yeah. in order to get past that. Like that's what I find interesting. in. Oh, yeah. Jeremy tracks, Roberts but... actually lost his toe in this scene. Uh, we couldn't find it. <laughs> <laughs> it's still in the field to this day. We think. Yeah. If you However, find it, please let him have it back. <laughs> his name's he really on it. misses it. <laughs> we did see a crow flying off with something though. That might've been from the crow. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, we're <laughs> real long in the tooth on this preamble. That's oh, yeah. fine. That's fine. That's being said, like we're talking about all the stuff that we're hoping to see, and like some of it is commentary stuff that we'll talk about after we watch the movie. So yeah. that way we can talk about it more. Let's go watch this movie. Let's go see what E's gonna think about this thing. All right, it's a fifty-fifty. Flip the coin now. We'll be right back. And welcome back. We just got back from watching Kung Pao Enter the Fist. Mm-hmm. I guess I'll start with Drya, since it's been a little while since you've seen this. What'd you think of it? Um, it's still extremely funny, I'm going to say. Okay. Uh, it is absolutely 100% 10% fucking ridiculous. Yeah. 10% <laughs> ridiculous. Um, at least 10%. It is yeah, just... At, at very least 10%. <laughs> it is just one of the silliest things um, that I've seen ever in my entire life, I think. Right. <laughs> Just the lengths that it will go to for a really, really dumb joke yes. is impressive. Yeah. Um, it's very Steve Odenkirk. Um, yeah. Also, I need to make a correction. Okay. Uh, I said that Steve Odenkirk was uh, involved with Mystery Science Theater 3000. I got, I got things confused. He is involved heavily in a different spoof series. The Thumb series. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. As in Thumb Wars. Thumb Wars. Uh, Thumb Tannic. God Thumb. Frank and Thumb. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. The Blair Witch Thumb. I don't know why there are more than one of those, but... Yeah, he was involved with those. Yeah. Not... I don't know where my wires got crossed on that, I, but... Yeah, wait. How? Why did that make you think Mystery Science 3000? There's or? something... I don't know. There's something in there that, like, I think it clicked in there. I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to dig deeper into my... Yeah. Why, I, don't know. But, I mean, you could tell after watching this that he was involved in the Thumb series. Because it's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, actually, the, <laughs> I, I was just going to say that in the itself. special features, like uh, some of the random menu things that you click in there are just clips from the thumbs. Yeah. Things like uh, the on the main menu, the uh, little panic button that they have at the bottom of it, if you click on it, it's a scene from his Star Wars thumb thing <laughs> of like a bunch of them running around a ship that exploding, just screaming. It's great. I definitely have seen Thumb Wars. I think Wars I remember that. Yeah. Many, yeah. many years before I saw Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. I think most, most people have seen Thumb Wars. <laughs> well, maybe not anymore. I don't know. Probably not now. I don't think there's much reason to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's the little correction I have to make. But okay. Yeah. It's, it's super funny. I think everything doesn't hold up super well. Right. Um, there's some stuff that's just like super corny at the time, even I think it was. Mm-hmm. Um, that is just like everything was doing that, so I guess they did it. But yeah. <laughs> are you saying a comedy that was of its time of twenty years ago is not no longer relevant? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I think the the thing that this movie does really well, though, uh, as for relevancy, is that it is mocking a much older genre than that. Also, right. Yeah. And the pitfalls of that genre coming over to the states yeah is why i think it works so well 
Um, but yeah, I really do enjoy it. It's still very funny. Okay. And Sam, this being the first time you've seen it in like 10 years, what did you think of it? <laughs> Probably over 10 years. I don't know. But um, yeah, I s- there's a lot of parts I completely forgot about that are still fucking hilarious, though. Um, yeah, I laughed at the parts that I found funny then um, and didn't laugh at the parts that I thought were really dumb then. <laughs> but it's... um. Yeah, completely absurd, and, like, you can't be angry at it for being completely fucking absurd, because it's hilarious. Yeah. It just way... It it definitely knows what it is. Yeah, it's just way over the realm of just, like, kind of (laughs) silly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Yeah. And the one that we were wondering about the most, E, what'd you think of this movie? Uh, This definitely is some great absurdist comedy. Okay. Uh, (laughs) it, It did fall in my wheelhouse, or however that saying supposed to go okay i Uh, wasn't sure if it would yeah yeah the main uh it didn't always get me there are a couple times it kind of lost me i felt it went too far like (laughs) yeah that's trying like and there were some like really obvious jokes that it made that probably could have like done more yeah than just making an obvious joke (laughs) but like this definitely is very funny still i think it like it again just it nailing the absurdist uh, I can definitely see a lot of inspiration for stuff I like. Uh, I felt like I saw some strong bad. <laughs> coming, oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> but um, yeah, this this was just like a fun little romp for sure. I I remembered the first scene. I learned that was the scene I really remembered. <laughs> and, but yeah, basically, yeah, very good. But a little pushed a little past <laughs> where it probably should have sometimes. Yeah. I mean, as is the comedy of its time. To be fair, like, early 2000s comedies, like, this was probably one of the more mild ones when it came to some of the absurdist things. Like, I know Scary Movie pushed, like, the boundaries as far as they possibly could with a lot of things that they did. Although, Scary Movie also had a fight scene in it that references The Matrix. Yeah. yeah. Everything had a fight scene that references The Matrix. Very yeah. goddamn odd parents. Fucking <laughs> It was one of the biggest Shrek. movies at the time that was like so super technologically advanced. Yeah. And yeah. Like everybody referenced yeah. it. Yeah. It's was like everything referenced the bullet scene and everything references the file cabinets. Like that was, <laughs> yeah. you just couldn't escape it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Or the kick at the very beginning of The Matrix movie. But I mean, yeah. yes. Yeah. Of course, yeah. Yeah. But anyways, like that's beyond besides that, but. Yeah, I'm glad that you actually did like some of it because I know Dry was super worried that you're yeah. gonna hate this movie. Well, there's a like I I definitely get why Dry was worried because it does do a lot of stuff I don't like when movies do. Like it is very referential and also like very stupid. But it, yeah, <laughs> I I like it's not inherently I dislike referencing things. It's that I think a lot of things don't actually make a joke. Like I think that's kind of what it boils down to me. Like. Like, I don't know, Family Guy that I always complain about. Like, a lot of the times they'll just be like, whoa, it's Janet Jackson from the Jackson 5, Lois. And like, and then it's like Peter right. singing a Janet Jackson song. Yeah, like, the, like they don't like have the joke. Yeah. And then that's an I will super give credit to this movie. It knows how long to hold a joke. Yeah. yeah. I, and it has a lot of like those rules of threes, of course. And it has a lot of like holding a joke just long enough where it's like not annoying yet yeah Yeah. i think it nailed that and i think like sometimes um if they repeat it over and over again then it just gets funnier and i think it does it well yeah yeah uh i guess uh 
little quick note about that one too is uh that one scene in the movie the chosen one yeah. i'm coming uh apparently the original cut of that scene is 12 minutes long <laughs> which i guess in the studio they're laughing their asses off for, like the entire 12 minutes yeah. of that happening well and I, it was just on repeat but then like someone in production was just like yeah you can't do that yeah i mean 12 minutes would be a certain, like it's it's one of those things like there it's like a expo- not an exponential curve like a, a horseshoe basically for yeah. how funny something like that's gonna go, because yeah. like three, three is generally what people will go for. Like with a joke like that, you do it three times. Um, but you can nail it if you do it just long enough that it becomes absurd again. Yes. Yeah. Uh, there's a clip from I don't remember the name of the anime. It's the one with the magic girl with green hair and leopard okay. bikini. Oh, seventy five percent of all the anime. <laughs> no, like it's like a big one. I think her name starts with you or something. But like I showed Ravi a clip from that that I think is hilarious because like does a thing where it's like we have to climb the steps and you know it does the joke where like it keeps going up but that one's so great because it does that and it like has a fake top then it keeps going and it's actually like a minute and a half long yeah it's a minute <laughs> and, and a half it works scene. so well because it's so like just like you're like okay you're at 20 seconds like okay i get it yeah and then once you hit like a minute again you're like this is so insane that they did this <laughs> i think the best part about that scene because it didn't have that music it's like yeah or it's like rising up with the or the music's like rising up yeah. with the steps and then it stops at the fake out and then it starts going again yeah. as soon as it starts going back up the steps it's, it's like the um infinite staircase in mario 64 where it has that thing where it constantly sounds like it's getting higher and higher oh yeah yeah, yeah. so like you're just watching and listening to that for a minute but like <laughs> yeah th- this movie did it really well and like sometimes again sometimes it went a little past stuff and sometimes it made the obvious joke but like I, as a whole this movie was definitely great cool okay and then of course i still love this movie i remember by just Finding it randomly at the store that we go and shop for movies at. Whenever Dry said he wanted like a short, dumb movie, this is exactly what I wanted to do. Like this is exactly my suggestion for it. So, <laughs> I I still think this movie's funny. I actually even went through and like watched all the special features for it, and just made me love the movie a little bit more. Like on the DVD of this, there's actually the the what are they saying version of this movie. Oh yeah, where, yeah I've seen that. Yeah, where like all the old footage they're speaking Mandarin, and then mm-hmm. like what he's actually saying whenever they're dubbing over him. Which it's it's mostly just gibberish. Like they're mostly yeah. talking about food. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> but um, there's that, and then like what I thought was pretty funny. I didn't watch the entire version of that, but I watched enough to get the gist of it. Is uh, they have an entire version of this movie that's, that's dubbed by a uh, professional uh, audiobook recordist. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he just says everything seriously with it. It's pretty funny, actually. That's great. Huh. Do they? Have, who do they get to play the dog? probably the same guy i didn't watch it to see that part but bark yeah probably because like there are worse scenes just like uh the scene that i watch is like that scene never uh wimp low goes to link or i think ling ling was her name for this and just, just ling yeah or ling yeah or uh, saying uh like like you know i have feelings too i go pee pee standing up like, <laughs> just, like, <with> the- <laughs> just talks like that throughout the entire thing as far as i can tell uh <laughs> so great yeah <laughs> but yeah obviously i i do love this movie i thought it was i thought it'd be a good choice for that like it's not a perfect movie it definitely is of its time but like yeah i feel at least for me and dry this is was one of those movies that kind of helped shape our cu- sense of humor whenever we were younger i know we definitely quoted this movie way too much whenever we were younger as do every kid i occasionally at work will still quote this movie yeah because somebody will be like all right. Um, they'll like be looking through like a book of products or something like that. I'd be like, "All right, chair, 
chair. I'm like, Tiger. Like without fail. There's <laughs> that uh there's actually a guy that I went to job core with that like every now and then we watch a movie and every single time they like it would do that scene where like they pick something up and look at it. Yeah, just hear him in the back of the room go, mm, momento. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, this movie, it, it's extremely quotable. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably one of the reasons why it became such a cult classic. Because once again, it was hated by critics, but like loved by audiences, at least a select. I want to say like the Odin Kirk fan audience. Ode Kirk. Yeah. Odin Kirk is a very different oh, man. Ode to Kirk. Hmm. Bob Odin Kirk. Is, oh yeah, Bob Oden. I don't. Yeah. I want people to think Steve Odenkirk is Bob Odenkirk because they're two very different. <laughs> oh. They are very different people. <laughs> yeah, I will. It, it is also one of the unfortunate things about such a quotable movie is like everyone quoting it out of context sometimes lessens in impact. There's so much that I still didn't know about this movie, but like sometimes a lot of the big jokes. Are, like you just hear else them say, all the yeah. time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like Monty Python sometimes happens that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Monty Python has a ton of that, especially when it comes to Holy Grail, mm-hmm. of people just quoting it out of context because like it just something reminds them and they're like, that's great. Yeah. That is mm-hmm. funny. But like that's, I think... Like that, I, I guess to complete the tangent about yes. reference humor, that's the reference humor I don't like. Right. Just out of context quoting a thing. Right. And I think like for a piece of media... That makes total sense. Like if you're watching like a Scream Two, and they there's suddenly a basketball commercial in there, or a Jordan commercial, and they're making a joke about that. Like makes no sense. But like for a general people, um, the reason why that kind of stuff like sticks is because like for us anyway, like a group of people, like we've all seen that movie, and so we have this great attachment to it. And so if somebody's watching something and like, hey, that's a lot of thing, and then it reminds them like, that's a lot of nuts. Like everyone's like, yeah, yeah a lot of nuts. That's a stupid movie. Like, I say that all the time. That's a lot of nuts. Yeah. yeah, like it's not meant for like another consumption kind of thing. And I I get the feeling of like feeling on the outside of that and just being like, oh, this is stupid. Why? This yeah. is very annoying. But like, yeah. within it, a friend group, yeah, like, as an like, inside yeah, joke, I'm not saying fine. like no one is allowed to just randomly reference. Like, <laughs> that's fine. It's mostly just like as a media, it becomes yeah. an issue, yeah. especially like. We we watched Scream three before we did the podcast and everything, mm-hmm. and there just is a thing where they just reference some beer commercial, yeah, or whatever uh, in Scary Movie three. Yeah, sorry, yeah, not Scream. 3. Like they just legit have a beer commercial in there, which was a of the time thing. Yeah, it's like out of context. It doesn't even make sense in context of what they're doing, and it just like takes up like half a minute. Yeah, but man, if you saw that commercial before you went to see it in theaters, <laughs> is hilarious. Like I don't know. Like there's just more you can do with it a lot of yes. times and like time and place too like if you have i dry talked about me liking references in a sonic movie i think like if this is a sonic movie and it makes a reference to a sonic game that's more reasonable like yeah like of course sonic knows what sonic is but like well it makes sense in context of the sonic movies when he makes a reference to winter soldier but i feel like that's not much of a joke Right. I guess that's not really a spoiler for the movie. But like that that's like some of the cuz like I I thought that joke was kind of flat ultimately. Mhm. So it it's a lot of like it's not a black and white thing. Right. Of course, like many things. So it's kind of hard to find the point. But I like them to do something if they're going to reference something. Yeah. That's that's usually what I get at, which I think becomes the hard part to it because like I think for this movie in particular, I can say 
the reasons why a lot of the references work is because it's insane that they're even referencing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And, like, that's why it is a joke, because it's, like, insane. Like, if we're, let's go back to Family Guy, which I think right. has many negative cases towards references. Um, it's like, remember the time when we went to Hooters? And, like, that's the joke. They went to Hooters, yeah. and it was weird and awkward. But, like, this, there's just, like, a Hooters sign there. Yeah. And it's, it's referencing so this thing, or, like, Taco Bell, and it's like, okay, well, like... So there's this yeah, is completely just, out of place. It makes no yeah, sense. Like, yeah. that, that's what completes the joke is like yeah. that. It's like ancient China. Yeah. And there's a Taco Bell. Yeah. yeah. And another thing about it is like the one thing that makes it funnier, too, is that you can tell that they had a lot of fucking fun. Yeah. Making this movie. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that definitely helps. And yeah, yeah I was gonna, I do know that a lot of uh, the dialogue that happens in this movie was in the editing process because like all the dubs are done by Steve or Odie Kirk. All of them? Yeah. yeah, all of them. Wow. Uh, he did all the so he did all the dubbing for it, and uh, <laughs> it was literally just him watching back the movie during the editing process with a microphone in front of his computer and just riffing on it throughout yeah. the entire thing, which you can tell because a lot of it is just kind of like he doesn't know how to fill the dead space, and so like he just kind of put stuff in yeah. there. So there's literally like, a character that just goes pew. I know. Yeah. <laughs> that that like, was really funny because they just, all, he also gave that character Miss Piggy's voice. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, doing like I thought yeah. it was like the like you know this little piggy went to market. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> so, it just becomes a running joke. It's yeah. yeah. There's that or like uh there's that one scene where in the commentary they were just talking about how they just needed her to say like uh you'll never win but the scene went on for way too long so it's just you'll never win. Never, ever, ever win. Never win. Don't you get it? You'll never win. It, it is so funny seeing the tricks they had to pull. Like, there yeah. are times, like, there's an obvious time this happens, but, like, there's a lot of times where they have to, like, keep flipping back and forth the yeah. audio just to get it to last long enough. Yeah. And so whenever I watch, like, what they're actually saying version of this this movie, uh, not only with just the original footage from Tiger, Ty- uh, yeah, yeah. Tiger and Crane Fist. Yeah. Uh, also, with some stuff they shot with Steve Odenkirk. Or o- Odenkirk. It's going to be hard to uh, <laughs> Odenkirk, correct. Uh, uh, but they actually had to, like, uh, basically, like, shoot it in reverse, basically. And, like, so whenever you watch, like, what they're really saying, you'll hear them talking, and then they'll just start, start talking backwards randomly, and then start talking forwards, and start talking backwards. <laughs> nice. That's great. Because, oh, yeah. once again, they just needed to fill time like or fill space i guess you can say so sometimes it was too long and so they had to make a joke to like fill in the space of like whenever it was going on for too long and other times it didn't go long enough so they had to shoot in reverse to <laughs> make it go long enough to make the joke yeah yeah it is it is really funny in a lot of ways especially like imagining this as a theater movie is insane to me because like this <laughs> yeah in a lot of ways is kind of like a funny youtube thing you would see yeah yeah, yeah. like uh there's a group that real-time fan dubs that does a similar th- thing with uh video games where they'll just dub it in real time they'll just watch all the cutscenes and try making their own cohesive story <laughs> i remember me and like it was after this movie came out too that me and dry did that a handful of times too like we'd be playing a game and it, i think it was a combination of this and um whose line is it anyways mm-hmm. where we would just like turn the volume down and make our own speech for whatever was going on in said game yeah it was great yeah <laughs> I mean, every everyone like does it too at some point. I yeah. Think, yeah, yeah, for sure. And this movie more or less feels like that. Like he just found this movie and he was like, "I want to riff on this," and just started riffing on it. And they made a movie of it. I mean, one of the best examples is MST3K, and I think a lot of people have taken inspiration from that. Yeah, that's like one of the the yes. pillars of comedy. Ultimately, yes. yeah, I think uh, 
with the site that's terrible. Uh, nobody should go visit anymore. That guy with the glasses. That's an <laughs> oh. entire site that was based off of everybody yeah. loving Mystery Science Theater 3000. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Though, it, it is interesting with stuff like that. You can kind of see, like, people losing the original purpose of a lot of that. Yeah. like... Mm-hmm. Uh, another person who was definitely inspired by Mystery Science 3000, Angry Video Game Nerd. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, people watch that and, like, I still think a lot of his stuff is really funny. And, like, but then you get, you had all of those angry reviewers who didn't yeah. understand that Angry Video Game Nerd is a character. Uh, yeah, Angry Joe, for instance. Angry Joe, still hated. <laughs> who is, at the time of this recording, um, threatening Paramount because they keep taking his Halo video down. That guy is oh, that's a whole different. Yeah, thing. he's a yeah. whole. Rant. Oh, yeah, like <laughs> you know, just like the degrees of separation causing a lot of things. But yeah, it's like interesting thing where there's a lot of pillars, and like it branches to stuff like Homestar Runner was clearly inspired by a lot mm-hmm. of that stuff too. And like I would say Homestar Runner inspired most of like the modern internet humor. Yeah, in yeah. a lot of ways. Yeah, I would agree with that actually. But, yeah. Which is very strange to think about. Whether people yeah. know it or not. <laughs> yeah, that's like yeah. the funniest thing is like Homestar Runner was such like a selective time in a sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, it still makes stuff and I still watch it. I want to make that clear. <laughs> but, like, but like it inspired so much and there's so many people who don't actually know what Homestar Runner is nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. Just because yeah. of like how time works ultimately. <laughs> <laughs> Just because, you know, the world. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Just interesting, but uh, back to this movie. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is going to be the tangent episode. Honestly, I would say <laughs> it really will I, be because when we really get down to it, there's not a lot we can say about yeah, this movie. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if like, you want to go with like spoiler alerts of the, for this movie, the movie basically spoiler. Yeah, spoiler yeah. question mark. Because <laughs> yeah. it's it's a kung fu movie. Yeah, it, it's definitely just making fun of kung fu movies and like the whole like the chosen one kind of thing of like mm-hmm. usually they have like a birthmark or a scar on them or something like that. And then he wanted to riff on it in some weird way. So instead of having a scar or some kind of weird birthmark, he just made it to where his tongue is its own yeah. separate entity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And um, did that, and like so, uh, this uh, I guess corporation or whatever, just like the evil, <laughs> the the evil, evil organization yeah. or evil organization, <laughs> yeah. Uh, they just want him dead because uh, they're gonna foil their evil plans, and yeah. so like he's they trying to find so evil so and bad. bad. So they try to kill him as a baby, and he comes back as an adult for revenge, and like laughs happen basically, where he's trying to fight. Master Pain, who has renamed himself to be Betty, so that way people don't see him as so, so evil, even though he's evil. It's so dumb. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's really dumb. But it's him training for the first half to fight uh, the evil Betty, and then the second half of evil Betty killing all of his friends, basically, and him fighting evil Betty and finding out that the evil organization is actually French aliens. And I then, like to imagine they're just French. <laughs> yes, <laughs> just the French. It's such a weird like that. That's I feel like that's not that uncommon of a joke to make. Like that the big evil organization is France. <laughs> yeah, and like I remember seeing something. I guess historically France has been known to be kind of terrible. Yeah, they the whole like let them eat cake and. Well, yeah, yeah that yeah. stuff. But like even like in regard because uh. Was there was a lot of stuff saying like where like if you look at historical stuff before before like the world wars people thought like France was like the one that was 
as bad as we view Germany of back then. <laughs> which is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, yeah, it's a lot of stuff like that, which is kind of interesting. I mean, one thing that's actually kind of interesting about France that I think about it with a little history lesson is uh, the last year that they uh, stopped using the guillotine was actually the year that the first Star Wars movie came out. So up until the late 70s, they were cutting people's heads off. Huh. Yeah. (laughs) Honey, should we go see Star Wars or uh, go see see Bob get his head cut off? (laughs) Good thing that public execution is not a widely spread thing that is used much anymore. (laughs) Good thing. I wonder how Texas is doing. (laughs) Uh, There's a... uh, (laughs) You probably know exactly the story I'm talking thinking about about right now. Maybe, but yeah. Um, But yeah, it's like what you expect when you well with an asterisk of course it's like what you expect from a kung fu movie just like training fighting all that yeah um it it is really funny seeing it flip back to the old footage every time (laughs) it's so obvious yeah Uh, i mean it's hard to take you know old film that was done in the 70s and like kind of transcribe it to digital footage of the 2000s yeah. and like one thing that they thought was kind of funny is i guess reviewers actually complained about the lighting and the camera work quite a bit of this movie <laughs> and they're like we it's on purpose yeah like, what do you want from us uh, i don't yeah like you need the bad lighting because it makes it funny like yeah. it, it puts your mind in a way that you know you can't take it seriously anyways mm-hmm. yeah yes, yes. but like yeah it was meant to even with like the newer footage that they shot because you know this is about 50 percent old footage and 50 percent of them actually on sets and like doing a bunch of different camera works and like there were uh they actually i guess did work on build like rebuilding the same kind of sets that they had for the old original movie for tiger and crane fist and so that way they can get some new angles and like do some reshooting and stuff like Mm -hmm. that because like there's one scene in particular that like i guess uh steve like steve odekirk's uh face didn't really impose onto the uh what's his name jimmy Jimmy Hoffa. Lightning. Not not quite Hoffa. <laughs> it was Jimmy Hoffa. That'd be very strange. <laughs> Jimmy Jimmy Wu. Wang Yu. Uh he was the director and lead actor of the original film that they, they're riffing on. Uh but their skin tones don't really match, and so yeah. you can like really what? tell that his head is <laughs> imposed onto his body and stuff like that. And so like they just started building up sets on the Fox studio that's in Mexico to kind of emulate some of the scenes of this film. Yeah, you could see that they um had a struggle with extras. Definitely. <laughs> and it's one of those things, like, for how cheap this movie looks, like, it's. I found out this movie is actually quite expensive to make. I imagine for the effects of the time, they were probably yeah. very costly. And yeah, because of the effects, uh, I guess this movie, uh, for, like, for the production crew, like, the effect shots, I guess there's, like, 2,600 different effect shots they had to do for this movie yeah. to kind of, like, superimpose everything into what is itself. That? What does that, like, mean exactly? Effect shots? Yeah. Yeah. Anything that has any th- kind of effect that you have to digitally do. Like green screen. So like but like, like what point does it become a new shot exactly? An effect shot? Yeah. It's not like a brand new shot. It's more like this is a shot that has an effect in it. Yeah. And we have to do this a kind of effect. Like twenty six hundred effect shots would be we have twenty six hundred different effects that we have to put in shots. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. So like So like that little random creature that just comes right. out of nowhere and it has like <laughs> it's an elephant trunk with legs on it that was an effect shot or like whenever uh you see the chosen one walking away and there's just a random pyramid floating in the background or <laughs> the mushu fossa scene in general yeah. or and the like, just the part where 
the guy swallows a bug. Yeah. yeah that's, oh, yeah. That's okay. Like that one okay. Like, yeah. So, okay. I think I get it. It could be as yeah. big or as small as possible. And Ravi reminded me, I need to fucking ask about the little weird creature. Because you said there was something behind it. From what I understand, that's supposed to be the aliens. Yeah. That's oh, what the aliens look like. okay. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. In the I, commentary, I, they're just like, yeah, just like, well, they're. Once again, because it wasn't exactly professionally done with the commentary, they're like, oh, yeah, there's just some random creature on set that was just running around, like, <laughs> making that dumb joke. But, yeah, like, they just would add random effects like that okay, in there. Because I thought it was, like, a reference to George Lucas doing all the <laughs> um, re-adding and all that jazz. He wouldn't... I don't believe he had done any of the big CG re-adding until a bit later on. Okay. I think it was around the episode three coming out is when all that started happening. Wasn't it episode three? Well, it still would have oh, been five, two. Oh, okay. I think. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's what I thought it was, because like, it felt like the exact shots when they yeah. did those stupid things. But Yeah, I know. This, I th- from what I understand, yeah, it's supposed to be like the alien. Okay. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that settles that. Uh, <laughs> such a great answer. Okay. But yeah, yeah. like, uh, at least for that production company, like that was a, a metric fuck ton yeah. of effect shots to put into this movie. Um, for the most part, they got everything that they wanted for this movie. There was one scene in particular that they had to cut out of this movie, and the reason why is because they brought to the MPAA or yeah, M- MPAA, yeah, Motion yeah, Picture Association. Anyways, uh, they had to bring yeah. it to them, and they're like, "Yeah, you can't have the scene in here. We're gonna have to give you an R rating if you keep the scene in in the movie." So they had to cut that in a scene that was like afterwards for it. Which is why they had that dumb intermission in the middle of the movie. Really? Yeah, that's exactly why. Is because they had to cut out a scene <laughs> oh that gosh. where the intermission was supposed to, or where the intermission was. Because originally for the movie, what they were gonna do is he gets caught in the tiny net, and then he's captured, and then tortured, <laughs> and then there's like randomly in the scene with like with his master uh, when he's like master no. If you look on his face, there's a tattoo on his face that says mouth. Yeah. And that was part of the torture scene. Uh, you also are at the very end of the movie when they're like doing the sequel bait part of it. Yeah. He has where he's getting tattoo. his uh, nipples uh, electrocuted. That's part of the torture scene. <laughs> uh, the main reason why they had to cut it, though, is because whenever he's escaping, there's a key on the table and his dick just basically like goes up and flips the key. <laughs> oh up. My God. And then whenever the bad guys come to fight him, he's just beating them up with his dick. <laughs> I definitely get why that gave it an R. You definitely yeah. should. It, it was basically I mean, the MPAA. It's so absurd who gives a shit. <laughs> yeah. And like, that, it's, it's like, you know, like he's wearing pants throughout all of it. And there's like basically just like a little thing that's like flinging back and forth where his crotch is Actually, at. no, I'm going to call. Why is, why is the woman taking off her shirt, exposing right. her boobs 17 times fine, <laughs> but the guy having his dick fling around isn't? That's MPAA. They just hate male genitalia. They really yeah, do. True. Well, Boobs are fine, but like... Yeah. yeah. My, my understanding is it's not like... It's like a bunch of parents or something, right? From yeah. MPAA? And that's which is why the it's argument they have is like, well, you wouldn't want your 10-year-old watching this, would you? Like, uh, it's specifically parents with children. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Right, because that, that's why there's so much inconsistency in it and mm-hmm. uh, yep. yeah. also why things like, oh, I don't know, gay people raise ratings... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It, it really depends on the people that they have in there doing the ratings at the time. Um, for like some of the stuff, it'll be like, "How did this not get an R rating? Like, this is yeah. super intense, gory." That's because maybe the parents who were in there that day are like, "I don't really care about gore, but it doesn't have gay sex in it, so it's fine." <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess yeah. a, one good example is uh, I know Memoir of a Geisha was around the same time as this movie, and that movie got PG thirteen rated. Uh, it, that movie was PG thirteen, 
And there's a scene in particular of that movie wherever like this girl is having sex with a guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know and uh, uh, <laughs> she tries to hide that she was having sex with her, and so like the person that's like confronting her about it, like reaches down into her pants and puts her fingers inside of her and realizes that she's wet, so she must have been having sex. Yeah, totally fine for PG thirteen. Apparently, they didn't get any like kickback about that, but this huh. movie got kicked back because there's a little animatronic thing waving around in his pants while it's they. Like- so insane yeah. that something that dictates something as important as <laughs> a rating is just a bunch of fucking random people. Yeah. Like, it yeah. is so insane. Yeah, it is. And there's, like, no rhyme or reason. There's not, like, a chart of, like, okay, this is clearly something you can do for a PG-13, but you cannot do that. Like, there are rules like that, but there's very few that are, like, clear-cut. I learned even... written down so they can have an excuse to enforce something if somebody argues with them. Right. I guess. But, like, even, like... Some of the rules I thought were hard cut rules I learned over the last couple of months aren't hard set rules. I learned like the, you know, the one everyone knows, the one fuck rule. Mm-hmm. That's not actually like an official rule. Yeah. Like yeah. there are many PG-13 movies with multiple fucks. Yeah, there yeah. are. Uh, I think my favorite one in particular is there's a movie called uh, Running on Empty, which uh, I think when it originally came out, if you look it up now, because it's on HBO Max, like they'll say it's an R rating on HBO Max. But I remember my mom had the original VHS, and the original VHS said that it was rated PG-13 for language, and they say fuck about eight times in that movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, that's the other thing of, like, depending on who they have doing the things at the time, uh, they might just not care about language. Yeah. They might be like, yeah, they say fuck a lot, but they never say god damn. Yeah. Right. So yeah. they don't put God's name in vain, so they can f- say fuck all they want. I yeah. love how in, s- in some things that you'll watch, like, for kids... When they say "god damn," they like bleep out the "god" part. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, there's that. Part in. I don't remember who the people who make it the close the goddamn door song. It is hilarious every time it plays on the radio because it's like, "Haven't you people ever heard of closing the damn door?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like so hilarious. <laughs> like, yeah, that's the part that was the issue. <laughs> Panic just... at the disco. I think. I, th- I think that yeah. is. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. Anyways, mm-hmm. uh, but. Yeah, another tangent of <laughs> that we needed to do. <laughs> um, I guess all since I was like the main one who brought up having some issues with certain parts, I'll I'll go in them order. Sure. Um, I don't really get the joke about that woman having one boob. Like, is that that's like I the think end that of was the, like, joke? the whole joke is that she just she happens just to have had, one boob. She has a boob. boob. Okay, that's it. It's not much deeper. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> the, if if we were to dig into it, I would say. If we really had to dig into it, if we had to do a 12-minute a YouTube video about this, <laughs> I would say it goes back to joking about Total Recall, how there was a yeah. scene where a girl has three boobs. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. If we have to really do that. Okay. That's but I don't think it was much deeper than that. Yeah, probably what it was referencing and... Yeah. Right, yeah. If, if it was even really. referencing, it might have just been like, it'd be like, oh, how absurd would it be if she just had one boob? Yeah. Yeah. It's just very dumb. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the other scene that I thought was like, way too much uh fighting the cow yes yeah i it's forgot so, about that that was that it, was like one of those things i thought was really dumb even back then yeah <laughs> it feels like it's for it's like from a kid's movie yeah yeah you know what's really funny what that he went to work on the barnyard the show? barnyard yeah but like <laughs> the shot at the end where it's like they're making the fake sequel bait thing uh-huh. it's like i see you brought your friends and all of the barnyard animals are there i'm like oh man he like 
just knew what he wanted to do with his life immediately. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, the the only like part that's really funny to that scene about, for me is just going into the knowledge that he went to work on yeah, the barnyard yeah. stuff later. <laughs> yeah, because there's actually a lot of similar type jokes. Like they do those weird kung fu stuff <laughs> sometimes in some episodes, and like the weird milking shit. That's so weird. <laughs> but like, uh, it's just like. I mean, obviously, it wasn't that bad at the time, but it's right. like bad CG. Yeah, mm, I think it was I think so even bad at, at the, the time, time it was pretty like, bad. But like, it was probably more excusable at the time. Is more probably yeah. a little yeah. more excusable. I mean, I think it would be excusable in this movie anyway because it's just maybe like there's maybe, a lot of shit that just looks bad. Even like the baby rolling down the hill part, you could tell like, it's a fake looks, baby. Yeah, but it's like hilarious. that's like that's more a joke. F- but like I think that works better because it's like clearly a doll. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas this like feels like they were trying, and it just doesn't look very good. Trying know. with quotes around it. Yeah. yeah. I, again, like even if they were like really trying in this, like they almost get a pass because of how just insane the entire idea of the joke is. I, yeah. I think the part that breaks it for me is this. I think it's just the scene goes on too long. This yes. is one of the times Ever. I think it's way too long. Yeah. yeah. No, and, I could know, agree with that. I, I'm docking points for doing a Matrix reference. I don't care if it was O2. <laughs> no. It's <laughs> it's weird. Like that that's one of like the weird breaking references to me cuz it's like mm-hmm. doesn't even feel tangentially related. I mean, to be fair, it just yeah. happens. Probably just like Which, scene filler anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to like, be fair, <laughs> Everything did it without any context. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I was going to say, I think even it was just of the time. And I think by the time that this movie came out, it was a dated reference because they did it so many times in so many different comedies. I think you were legally required to put it in your comedy. Yeah, it's possible. Honestly, like I wouldn't (laughs) doubt if there are studio notes like Matrix. Everyone's still talking about (laughs) Matrix. How do we make people think about Matrix more? And they're like, hey. You know that cow scene? <laughs> uh, yeah, like, it mostly is that it just is so long mm-hmm. that it mm-hmm. bugs me more so. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, and it might have been a time filler because, like, so this, this movie's 80 minutes long, and that's pretty close to the minimum of, of like, being a feature-length film, so. Nah, it's 40 minutes by definition. <laughs> no, by it's <ease> definition. <laughs> no, that's by the official definition of a movie. Not a movie. <laughs> it's like, uh, well, that's a short episode, actually. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean that's a short episode? That's like two. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's like two half-long episodes. No, that is almost one hour-long drama on CBS. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're having theirs too long, clearly. <laughs> uh, or, you know, two episodes of a cartoon that you watch whenever he yeah. was young with the or if you want to be technical, yeah, <laughs> they were in eleven minutes. They all had an A easily. and a B. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah. With the commercials in between to make it thirty. Mm-hmm. That argument reminds me of like in music, like there's an, an EP and an album. Oh and yeah, what and an like, LP. What, yeah, yeah the, I always the have time that will like determine what it is. Yeah, <laughs> I always have that question because there was like an eleven minute EP I listened to that's like five songs and it's like. What like constitutes this not being an album? Yeah, like there's some <laughs> there's some albums that I've, that have like um well EPs, which yeah. they're basically called that have like six pretty long songs on them or something, and it's like on the line, like yeah. it's an EP or full album. I consider yeah. them full albums. <laughs> of course, this is all pedantics, which yeah. the internet loves talking about. As yeah, always. yeah so, I mean, if you want us to get on a a long 
feel I mean, my about whole pedantic thing is LP and EP basically mean the same thing. Yeah, less play and ease play. Because well, uh, <laughs> LP is long play and EP is extended play. <laughs> right. It's extended, but not longer than... Yeah, it's <laughs> not long, just extended. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, other scene... Uh, I, I might... You guys probably will disagree with me. I don't like the alien thing, really. I mean, it's dumb. It's, yeah. I think it goes, like, too far into dumb, like, absurd. Because, like, it just kind of happens. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah. It, it's kind of this movie's off the rails to begin with, and at the very end, it finds new rails to go yeah. off of. Well, I, I feel like, like they, they just... fell off the skateboard. <laughs> I feel like like they just added shit as they were going on along, and they <laughs> yeah. didn't really plan out most of the stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. Which is like, just like listen it, to the probably com- inside jokes too a lot. Like, I mean, I and bet, listening to the yeah. commentary, Sam's actually 100 percent correct on that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, it was it was fun when there was a weird fucking floating pyramid in the background, but like that it was apparently important was weird. I don't know if you call it important. <laughs> like, Is yeah. anything really important in this movie? Yeah, yeah. Like it, it, it's not the worst. I, I think the cow thing is like the bordering an issue. And a, like a soft bordering an issue. Yeah. I would say there are two scenes in this where I started feeling bored. And it was the one boob girl scene. Yeah. And the did. cow scene. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Her yeah. scene goes on a little too long. And like, it's kind of a weak joke. Just like, uh, oh, sequel bait joke. Yeah. 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 And to be fair, like the other scene that they had to cut out because it was connected to the torture scene. Because like I said, one of the things they do for torture is they tattoo the word mouth on his, like that pointing to his mouth. Mm-hmm. And they had to cut out uh, another scene wherever, you know, it was after his master diets and everything. So he's like, he's in despair and he's getting drunk because he doesn't know what to do. And then she comes and tells him like, Hey, you're the chosen one. You can fix all this. And like, basically just uses magic to get rid of the tattoo. <laughs> and then says like, basically we're going to be lovers in the sequel and then leaves. Yeah. Kind of but that's still like, <laughs> again, like I, th- I feel like that's still kind of a weak joke. Of yeah. Just, yeah. Oh, there's a sequel. And like, it works in some ways. I think the joke of about the sequel at the end is a much better joke. Because they're just showing, like, the absurdity yeah. that sequels often have to do. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think that was a much better execution, but she's not, like, a bad character or anything. Just kind of... Just there. Just, there. <laughs> just a very one-note joke that goes on for six or seven notes. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it is what it is. Uh, and then I'm I'm going to give me the most props ever I fucking call the Simba joke. You did? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, like, I, I mean, it's a joke I make a lot anyways. But, like, it was so funny seeing something actually do it. <laughs> and, like, again, this is where I think, like, it goes past just being, oh, hey, look, Lion King. Because, like, it adds to the story, actually. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, it isn't just him being like, Simba, remember your pride or whatever. I don't remember what Remember Fossa who says. you are. <laughs> Simba, remember. Yeah. The 21st night of September. <laughs> no, but, like. I, I, I like how they do it here. Like, it, it feels like a complete joke. Yeah. Yeah. Fully. Show Simba and, one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, they keep adding to the... Again, it's it's one of those things where they keep... It's so absurd, it works mm-hmm. a lot of ways. Yeah. And, like, it... Because, like, you know, I think a lesser comedy would have just had this be, like, a 30-second scene. It's, like, five minutes here, and it's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And it keeps getting... Stupider and stupider, yeah, like, yeah. and mocking Disney more and more. Yeah, and it's great. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I think 
for me, one of the funnier things about that scene is the reason why it looks so Vaseline like is because uh, the scene wherever like Steve, like it shows Steve talking to him and everything. Uh, at that point, the, the studio had run out of money. Like, they had <laughs> completely exhausted their budget. So that was filmed in Steve's backyard with, <laughs> with a handy cam from 2002. Huh. Oh, yeah. And they just put a light on top of him and used a hairdryer to like make it where his hair blew in the wind <laughs> a little bit. Which, unless you know about that, you don't even really notice that his no. hair is blowing. I mean, it gets away with a lot of stuff it with does. it being dark yeah, in a lot yeah. of these scenes. And yeah, that scene would not work if it was lit. Like, they had to do it at night or else you would have noticed, like, oh, this is done on a camera that's shooting at 360p. Yeah. That's Which, incredible. even then... Would it really like feel that out of place? Anyway? No, no, it actually doesn't feel out of yeah. place. Like the only reason I notice it is because I like watch the fun facts about this movie. Oh, uh, like the great parts about it is like sometimes they even joke, like make jokes and point out like the inconsistencies. Yeah, and that's oh. the joke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, and, like, like your clothes are red. Yeah, so <laughs> Betty's like changing the clothes. Yeah. 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 So the whole I'm thing a- about that is because uh, they wanted to shoot that scene, and apparently, like. They are, I guess there's multiple scenes done in that room and they wanted to use two scenes for, uh, for that scene. Mm-hmm. And, but the only problem is that guy was wearing red in one scene and black in the <laughs> yeah. other scene. So he, he just made the joke of, I am a magician. Your clothes are not red. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like it again. Like if it's the thing I say about a lot of parodies where like it can be as much of a farce as it as you want it to be but it should be taken seriously in the universe yeah 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 that's always like the biggest thing like you don't need the fucking some joe schmo being like oh man that was crazy wasn't it (laughs) yeah you don't need the the chubby buddy on the side to mention how funny something was yeah yeah (laughs) which to be fair this movie does not have it does not yeah like the i think the closest to like being in universe Poking fun is a uh, woo we blow woo blow blow we blow yeah yeah like wimp blow yeah wind blow how like they're making fun of him so much yeah well, we like purposely trained him to suck yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, it works in again it like works in a different way yeah yeah it does because like the it's less that the joke of like how silly the world is and more that like how absurd it would be for someone to just be trained wrong yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's great. I love it. But yeah, that's there's not a whole lot you can talk about. Yeah. You know, yeah. Without just I mean, other than like, jokes. oh man, wasn't that funny? Whenever he was yeah. rubbing his boob, and they're like, so apparently his wound never closed correctly. <laughs> that was a really good joke. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> for sure. But that's the thing is, we could spend forever just like, oh yeah, wasn't that joke funny? But we tried not to do that on this podcast, at least. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's see here. Oh, never mind. I got that wrong. It wasn't 2,600. It was 2,065 effects that they had. Oh, <laughs> a little different. A little, a little different, bit, but a little still bit. a fuck ton of effects in 2000. Um, but like I said, because of that, um, like this movie is more expensive than most people probably realize. And especially yeah. considering like, because it looks cheap, but they do that on purpose. Mm-hmm. It right. is really but, hard to make something look cheap, but still be good. Right. <laughs> yeah. I would guess 45 million. It wasn't quite that much. It was a $10 million movie. Okay. So, okay. And uh, there's that one. I will say, like, with the set built and everything and, like, all the all the new things that they shot for the movie that was not blue screened, uh, all that was shot in eight days. Oh, so, Jesus. Like, yeah, it was done super quick. And, like, yeah. basically, like, they gave them a budget of $10 million and said, make a movie. And then they ran out of money eventually yeah. making yeah. this movie. 
spent too much on CGI, probably. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> CGI cow scene. Should've, yeah, there's that. And like, said, the only cow. thing that I found out that was like really taken out uh, was that scene, or was like said the torture scene and the scene attached to it. Besides that, I think there was like another dumb scene because there's a scene wherever, um, whenever uh, Ling's father and the chosen one escape from Betty, they first go to the temple. And there's a scene where Betty's like looking for them and they're hiding underneath the, or yeah, they're hiding inside of a bell and he starts ringing the bell, trying to get them to like, get out of the bell. <laughs> and I think that's actually the first time they use the dumb ventriloquist joke that they do later on. <laughs> I love that so much. It, it's it's a, like, and it's like so fun. Cause you know, they're just like, Oh shit. They're not moving. Their yeah. Mouth. And that's yeah. exactly what it was. It's like, Oh, they're not talking. We cannot have a scene in a parody. That's like five minutes of them just being quiet. So <laughs> He just made them ventriloquists instead. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm like thinking about the cow. I almost wonder if I would be less hard on it if it was just a person in a bad cow suit. <laughs> that kind of that would have been, been pretty better. funny too. Yeah. That been really good. Yeah, actually. Like even at the start, he's just like sitting on on its four on all fours in a cow suit. <laughs> I think I would have liked it more actually. Yeah. yeah. All right. You know. Uh, if you if we if you want to invent a time machine, I'll pitch that to. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the only thing I can think of, I really really doubt it's going to happen. I know that Steve uh, Odiekirk originally did want to do a trilogy for this, <laughs> but he said I want to do some other projects. Like I want to do some other projects that do not involve over two thousand effect shots before I do <laughs> another one of these. I, however, I, he's in his sixties yeah. now, so yeah. Well, I also like there's like a. Uh, hot shot or whatever like i think that worked with the sequels that it ended up with yeah but i don't know if i can see this having much more to do right in like even a sequel yeah i know especially since like um some movies like these um cult classics i guess a lot of the humor and like the sequels comes from like referencing the earlier one yeah and it's not as funny at all. <laughs> I mean, another cult classic that I absolutely love is the movie Waiting. And uh, that movie just by itself is perfect. Like, it, it works as it as is. They did actually make a, like, direct to, uh, yeah, a direct to DVD no. sequel that it's just, uh, it's not good. It's noxious, <laughs> actually, I would say. Yeah. And a lot of it is just like, hey, remember when we did this in the first movie? It's a lot of that humor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um. I know that there were a bunch. There was a bunch of talk about him doing a sequel in 2015. Yeah, I would say that it's pretty clear that that didn't happen. Yeah, no. it did not happen. But to be fair, this movie does work by itself, and the whole sequel baiting, just being a joke of how there's too many sequels, is yeah. probably better. Yes, like, yeah. It it's a joke I don't see like executed really well in a lot of ways. There's like I think this one did it really well, and there's an anime I watched called Good Luck Girl. Where it did a similar thing, saying like, "Oh, look out for season two and like had him like doing a bunch of gunfights and stuff. And the last line was like, "Did you know that sixty percent of anime don't get a season two? <laughs> and then it, and they didn't ends. make a season two. They didn't want to. It's really, it was That's pretty good. <laughs> but yeah, I guess final thoughts. Who? mo. Sam. Okay. Um. Yeah, so I still think this movie is hilarious. I It probably has a lot to do with nostalgia and just, like, having watched that movie so much and just knowing, like, all the lines. All the weird little gags they yeah. put in there. I think the one thing that I... It wasn't until I watched this, actually. I, I 
one last thing I'll put in there. Uh, whenever it's like originally when they go to the waterfall and it's like showing <laughs> the water there, yeah. you just see the Titanic in the water. What? It's so much I weird. Didn't what? See yeah, I didn't see that. I just saw the whale. <laughs> yeah, it happens before the whale. Like whenever he first gets there, he's like doing the swing in a chain, <laughs> one- swing in a chain. Like there's just the Titanic sitting at the bottom of the waterfall. <laughs> one thing I never noticed before, though, um, is. During the part where he's like, Taco Bell, Taco oh, Bell. Yeah. During that song, I didn't notice that they like superimposed the Taco Bell on the table. It's so great. <laughs> I wonder, if, I almost wonder, because like the guy who walks up to them is also wearing the Taco Bell colors, and I wonder if that's why they decided to do Taco yeah, Bell. Maybe. Yeah, probably. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, so there's still like some things I didn't even notice. There was one thing I didn't notice until it. watching this time. When the house is put on fire at the very beginning, he, yeah. is, he takes out a butane lighter <laughs> like a and lights Zippo. the torch. <laughs> yeah. Fucking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> the funniest part is later they're using matches and stuff. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Normal right. matches. Yeah. <laughs> so good. I so think good. one of the parts that I thought was the most hilarious, and it's like very early on, um, is when the baby is just rolling down the hill. <laughs> you can obviously tell it's a doll. Yeah. And. She picks it up and it's like, oh, you think she's gonna yeah, take it right. and like raise it, raise as her it? Own. But then she's like, oh, so cute, and then rolls it down the hill. Like, <laughs> just rolls down the hill. Bye, bye, baby. Yeah, I'll I'll say of like I said, there's a couple scenes. That's like the big scene that I, which it's from the start. So yeah. I probably fell asleep after watching that scene. <laughs> Very good. Uh, but yeah, I still think it's pretty hilarious. And like I said. The parts that I thought were hilarious before, I still think are pretty hilarious. And the parts that I didn't really care about, or, you know, same. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, it still holds up for me. <laughs> if I were to watch it fresh now, I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> but, but you think nostalgia helps? I think so, yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Still quote it, still reference it. <laughs> It's a classic. Okay, next. Oh, I have no, to read it. No, you have to yeah. give a number. <laughs> Roll a D10. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would probably give it an 8 or a 10 for nostalgia's sake. <laughs> but probably about like an 8. It's still okay. really funny, I yeah. think. Cool. And then Drya. Um, yeah, movie is still very, very, very funny. It's hilarious. Uh, the fact that there's still things in there that I just never noticed having <laughs> watched it a million times as a kid. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's one of those great comedy things when you go to spoofs and stuff. Like, there's, oh, there's just one more thing. There's one more thing every single time. Mm-hmm. And it just seems mm-hmm. like there's just an endless amount of jokes and things. Like, loaded weapon and, um... Airplane. Airplane. Uh, yes, Airplane's like airplane. the king of yeah. that. Yeah. Um, hot shots, things like that. Like, yeah, there's definitely. always one more like visual gag or one more like look that you're like, what the fuck? Like, there's <laughs> just one more thing every single time. That I think this movie does have that a lot in it, um, which is probably what helped throw it into cult classic yeah. status. Uh, it's super funny. Um, I think I would give it like a seven point five. Okay, uh, just because there is a lot of very dated things in there that I'm not sure, and I maybe we'll hear from E on this one, uh, that I don't think hold up very well. Um, but yeah, I do still really love it, and I'm going to quote it for who knows how long still. Yeah. <laughs> Probably for the rest of our Four lives. Years. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> e, hello. Uh, yeah, as the resident hadn't seen this as a, <laughs> as a little bambino, uh, I, 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 this is a really funny movie. It, 
scratches a lot of the good itches of comedy for me. And I, it's one of those, you can see it's influence on so many things <laughs> for sure. Uh, I, I really appreciate when a director will make a parody like this while clearly understanding what it is they're parodying. Yeah. Like, I think yeah. that's an easy pitfall. A lot of parody movies fall into where it just becomes about making fun of stuff rather than having a fun time while doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I there are some there are some duds in here. <laughs> I, I won't lie, but like the sheer volume of jokes, it doesn't feel as bad. Yeah, but there's only a couple times where I was like, "All right, you're good. You can <laughs> you can wrap it up now." <laughs> like, but like for a movie that came out in '02, I'm gonna say I think the 2000s is one of the like rankest like or whatever of yeah. of movie times <laughs> yes I agree. the most duds are probably around the 2000s mm-hmm. i would say yeah mm-hmm. well of course we don't remember the duds of before <laughs> we I, were watching movies it's but. very telling that you don't see a lot of things between 2000 and 2005 that are like this is the best movie of all time yeah, yeah. <laughs> There only, are some only Shrek, really. There are some, but people like fucking cling to that shit so yeah. hard. Like Shrek, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> or like right. Boondock Saints. Yeah. I don't know right. if that what year that was, but I feel like it's one of those. Ninety uh, six, I think. Was okay, the first one came out, something like that. Boondock. Yeah, I'm yeah. Fuck. No way. Yeah. No, that had to be two thousand five. Mm. Really I refuse to believe that came out. The 96. sequel probably came out in two thousand five. No, the sequel I came. Seen that. No, might have two thousand one. Sequel came out when we were in high school. Yeah, it was two thousand eleven. 10, 2011, when the sequel came out. <laughs> Saints. Boondock the cartoon. 1999. No. Really? Damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That one I was, came out it was in still sort of in, in the range. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, even like tail ends of the 90s, I think, still have like relatively good hits. But like, I don't know. Just some, which is weird because you think I would have the most nostalgia. <laughs> but like, I, I think the movies were fairly whatever. The the cartoons are pretty great, uh, we'll say. <laughs> no, yeah. but um, yeah, like it's very enjoyable. Uh, on a for, it's not just just nostalgia for sure. I don't have nostalgia for this, so like it it is great watching something like this and it feeling great. Um, I lived in a period where just parody movies weren't very common anymore, and the ones that came out weren't very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you had a you had to live through when parodies just meant, yeah, yeah. like. Like uh-huh. meet the Spartans and mm-hmm. like the really disaster movie, the worst and of the worst. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah, a lot of people cite disaster movie being one of the worst movies ever made, which is pretty impressive. <laughs> it's awful. There was this parody movie that Troy and I watched a while back. I don't remember what it was. Vampires suck. <laughs> no, that one sucks too. Yeah, it was from quite a while ago, but I cannot remember the name of it. Do you remember? Yeah. Oh, do you remember when we watched a movie, Jiraiya? <laughs> do you remember that? A parody. I, I mean, apparently, we do it every week. Movie. No, it was like in the same um, time. I guess like airplane, like that. But I don't remember the fucking loaded movie. weapon. Mm, that would be know. after airplane. Did I, I, did I show yeah. that to you? I don't know. Did you guys find? Was it Bad Ben? <laughs> oh God! <laughs> it's not a parody. No matter how much he wants to uh, fucking say that uh, is. I, I yeah. think I showed you Loaded Weapon. It's the one with like the action peoples, right? Possibly. Top Secret, maybe? Sam, do you secret, even know what movie secret. you're talking about? Okay, Top Secret. Was it? Top Secret. Is that the... That's Val Kilmer? Yeah. I think so. Is the musical one? I don't know. Is Top Secret a musical? <laughs> mm-hmm. Huh. It's very silly. We watched it like... 
um for the first time together so for, oh for the first yeah. time not loaded weapon then yeah i mean weirdly I enough think... i think that hot shots was probably my first like dive into parody movies it may have been top secret but that was that one was actually pretty yeah I mean, my first, like, official parody <laughs> movie was when Dry showed me Young Frankenstein, I think. Oh, so yeah, good. Yeah. And I was like, say, I, I mean, I came up, I was like, I, I want to watch Young Frankenstein. I heard it's really good. Yeah. And yeah. It is very good. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, it's great watching, like, a really good parody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think some nuance of parodies are lost a lot nowadays, but th- this was a great romp. Uh, it, it's really hard ranking a parody and a comedy. <laughs> I'll give it like an eight. Okay. Okay. And then once again, still love this movie uh, enough so that I went out and bought it and started suggesting it for the for the podcast and forever ago. Yeah, forever ago, and made a huge <laughs> hullabaloo about watching it and got pushed back and pushed back until we finally did watch it. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I feel like this movie was one of the staples of my humor, like this and uh whose line is it anyways and tops are uh, i guess top secret but i was gonna all right what i meant to say was uh other one, hot shots mm-hmm. uh stuff like that i think at least early on in my life kind of helped shape the sense of humor that i have now and you know i think in a way i do have a nostalgia for these movies i will say not everything does age very well like you know they make a couple gay jokes in there and a couple bikini yeah. jokes in there because why not mm-hmm. and like not everything's gonna i am hit. actually really surprised about the lack of jokes about sexuality yeah honestly yeah. as a whole like they do like one joke about a hot woman or whatever yeah like whenever he's getting attacked that's... by a wall of men and there's just like one girl in a bikini yeah, there. But yeah before that they did the joke that our sexual preferences is none of your business or something yeah. Like. Yeah. Was that what the... <laughs> i yeah, couldn't uh, make out what yeah. they were saying yeah, so <laughs> they, they were said that saying. one and then like later on whenever they're do- they're doing it again it was one of us is wearing a push up, yeah, ball. like yeah. those it jokes. I think are like, pretty whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean like, that one, it's, or it's like just, you know, we've evolved as a society. Yeah. All or whenever, like they got like that really big, hulky-looking guy, and the you're going down, Mister. And then yeah. like yeah. Uh, he uh, puts him in a bikini later on. He gets all embarrassed that he's wearing nothing bikini. Like jokes like that, especially nowadays, like tend to fall flat. And like mm-hmm. it happens every now and then. Whenever you know you're watching something that's 20 years old. Yeah. But all in all. I'd say that the humor still holds up, especially with like some of the dumber stuff. Like, I guess one good example is like whenever he's like, "Oh, if Master Pain can stand being hit by all these staffs, I can or stand getting hit by the staffs too." And then he does it, and then like while he's passed out on the ground, they keep on hitting him because he never told him to stop. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. dumb jokes like that still to this day are super funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I think because of nostalgia, I'll probably also give it an 8 out of 10. I'd probably give it like a 6.5 or a 7 out of 10 if it's <laughs> my like first time watching it. Apparently, nostalgia brings it up to an 8. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, yes, it does. Yeah. Just like for you guys, it's, it's like, you know, like, I, I love this movie. It's it's vital to my childhood. It's like an 8. I mean, I think... I didn't. I mentioned I know, nothing I about nostalgia. I said 10. <laughs> but this is like a lot of his movies did too. Like, uh, me and my sister still reference Ace Ventura all the freaking time. Uh, I know Dry does every now and then. It's usually like a, that dumb, your gun sticking in my hip joke, though. But I do not. So when I think about Ace Ventura, <laughs> I generally like really explain that he doesn't like Ace Ventura. I really don't like Ace Ventura too. Yeah, I think I've only seen Ace Ventura one, maybe twice. Okay, so I really don't like the sequel. I'm almost <laughs> positive I wouldn't like Ace the, Ventura. The sequel mm, is yeah, no. <laughs> so I was gonna say the the first one is a lot more grounded. Yes, I think you know that, and like the sequel is very much more of this it's just super absurd the sequel has jim carrey 
pushing himself out of a rhino costume where it looks like the rhino is giving birth to him, eating bat guano, and having a giant slinky go downstairs. Like, it's... At the same time? No. No. Okay. These are just all different events. Like, the, the second one is absolutely insane, and I think doesn't lend itself to the fact of having... as. Though the reason why Jim Carrey works so much in Jim Carrey things is because it is a straight movie with a funny man, and I think Ace Ventura 2 is a silly world with a silly man, and it doesn't work. It's bad. It's a bad movie. Yeah. Mm. Also being said, the gun, sticking in, <laughs> the gun sticking in my hip thing is actually from the first movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Uh, Tune into yeah. when we don't watch Ace Ventura. I, do wanna... <laughs> I will say, like I said, it, I do still argue like this was, you know, vital towards like, you know, my sense of humor growing up. But yeah. I will admit it's not a perfect movie. That's why I won't give it like a higher score than that, because there are some jokes that fall flat. There are some jokes that don't age well. Uh, because I know of a lot of his other works, I can see some stuff that he kind of recycled into this movie. Uh, a lot of the way, the ways that he does like a lot of panning shots or like, uh, whenever he's like moving closer and does like the yeah. kind of sound effect, uh, and then like moves even closer. Like he does mm-hmm. that a lot in his movies and stuff like that. So like, it's a good joke <laughs> no matter how many times, <laughs> but like, that's the thing is like, it, it's still good though. And I would argue like, there's a reason why it's a cult classic, even though this movie technically flopped. Cause like I said, it, cost about $10 million to make, and they made $17 million in the box office, so technically it flopped. Yeah. Unless but... they did no advertising. <laughs> oh, they definitely had advertising. <laughs> the, the advertising they had for it was so silly that it... I don't think anybody knew what to expect from this movie. Yeah. Honestly. I don't know how you... um, I will say that it is super impressive when you watch a parody movie from a long time ago that still holds up because a lot of parody is definitely like referencing to like the times and yeah. mm-hmm. uh, stuff like that so and when it's still funny that's fucking impressive as hell like how could you predict that it could still hold up all those years later <laughs> yeah <laughs> anyway that's all but, i want to say <laughs> but yeah i was just gonna go on about how like technically even though this movie was a flop it's usually the fans that are holding it up because of the how much of a cult classic it is and like with the references that they have of it and like just the general support of this movie. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, yeah, that's, that's this I think That's it for yeah. this episode. So, so. E, e. Ah. if people want to get a hold of us, where can they do that? We got a link tree, L I N K T R dot E E slash L O I P, which gives you links to all our listen medias, social medias and watch medias. You can find our Twitch where we stream twice a week. Wednesdays and Saturdays. Uh, Robbie doesn't exist on Wednesdays, unfortunately. Nope. No, he is not. Uh, I am stuck in the void. We're still on trying to find him. We don't know where he goes. <laughs> just after two a.m. on Saturdays, Robbie just disappears. Yeah, it's weird. It's we a don't weird know Cinderella situation. <laughs> what? I was gonna make a warp joke, but I'm the only one who really gets into 40k. So <laughs> yeah, I've played it once. And, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and of course you can follow our social medias, and you can find out when we drop our stuff, even though it's consistently well our our streams are not consistent but like our no. our episodes are fairly consistent no, i gotta get on to that <laughs> <laughs> we're working it's all yeah. work in progress but uh yeah you can on twitch we're playing me and dry are doing road 96 and me rob the all of us are doing <laughs> half-life and i'm playing it for the first time where where yeah. as of this recording a little over halfway done with that. Yeah, a little over halfway done, and E's only died in that game about 360 times. <laughs> That's pretty impressive. That's only like once a day for an entire year. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Hey, Dryer, why don't you get us out today? All right. Everybody out there, 
listen, it's a weird world. Uh, be safe. Be kind. Don't don't be jerks to each other. If you're in a miserable job, find a better one. Find a yeah. better one. If you can. <laughs> it's a weird world, like I said. Um, anyway, thank you for listening. Uh, thank you, everybody out there. If it's your first time or you've been with us since the beginning, thank you. Yeah, thanks for listening. And we'll hopefully see you guys all in the next one. Yeah. Bye. 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 chicken. Sweet and sour chicken. Tofu chicken. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Ha, ha, ha.